you shouldn't look at the past two years. I mean, every yeah. year is different. Every year is different for college. I mean, you have yeah. people that go to the draft, people that transfer. Like it, every year we reset. Like, yeah, you can look at it for stat wise, but other than that, like, otherwise, otherwise, why don't you just give the reigning champ a playoff spot right off the rip? Don't exactly. even. Exactly. No matter how you guys play, oh, oh and twelve, we'll see you in the playoffs. With Mark Davis, Chris Kameinhart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkowitz. Welcome to All About the Boss Podcast. I'm Mark Davis in the sack house, ready to get spicy with Chris Kameinhart and Nick the Doc Skirkowitz because this is the final college episode we have going into conference championship weekend. We're going to give our predictions, what we think is going to happen between all five games of the Power Five and who we think will get the final four spots. Chris, how are you doing? How excited are you for college championship conference weekend? Yeah, pretty fucking excited. We got a lot of big games, great weekend, so and kick it right off on Friday. So I'm excited. Damn right, Doc. How are you feeling? Florida State got back in the top four. You guys play the Louisville Cardinals in Charlotte. How are you going? <laughs> fucking nervous, dude. <laughs> fucking nervous. Uh, Louisville's a good team. Nervous even if we win that game to go to the playoffs with, with Rodemaker, but I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, Texas had a big game too, Doc. We're number seven. We are one of the teams that's sitting there with you guys. Just got to play our game and see what happens uh, after, essentially, because we have the early game on Saturday. So, first time, boys. Also, I can I, I write down all like, these fucking four teams. I look back at every single week going into like the final week. This is the first time all five conferences have had a chance uh, to, to make the fucking playoffs that last weekend. So, this is very exciting time. It's it's very uh, it's very good for the sport. You can say that all five power fives before the Pac-12 dissembles that everyone has a shot essentially to making the playoffs. Some have a couple chances. Some some can get two in, but they need some luck. Like Ohio State needs three teams to lose. Essentially, same thing with Washington. If they lose, they need teams to lose after them as well. So it's a chance for two. T- SEC could get two as well. So I'm gonna but, be honest. I think if I think if Michigan loses, I think Ohio State's in. I think they're out. If Michigan loses, no, I know Michigan's. I know Michigan's not losing, but Ohio State number six. If Michigan loses, I, I think Florida State is not looking too hot right now. Um, but put spe- two and, and you know, over them. you know, Oregon's one of those is losing, and if one of them's losing, they're falling all the way out because if three loses to five, they're not just dropping to four, and if five loses to three, they're they're obviously not going because they're not in it right now. I disagree. If Michigan loses to Iowa, Michigan and Ohio State are out, and they'll if Oregon beats Washington. Oregon and Washington get in, and then potentially Texas or Alabama. Because Texas or Alabama will jump Ohio State if they win, just because they have a conference <clears> game, <throat> unfortunately. We saw, we saw it many years ago when Oklahoma, they didn't, back before the Big 12 had championship games, uh, early on, and they, they went 11-1, and one, and then they got jumped for a conference that went 12-1. and one. They won their conference, so, oh, oh, you got kicked out. So, Ohio State, they need Texas, Florida State, and Alabama to lose. Michigan losing – that really hurts them because that makes their loss look even worse to uh, Michigan if Iowa goes in there and beats them. That's the way that I look at it. With Ohio State needs they need Michigan to win and then the other three to lose. That's what I. No, think. I, see, I see what you're saying, but I don't know. I mean, Ohio State lost a good game to Michigan. Ohio State's been on top every other game. I mean, if Michigan loses, if Michigan comes out and just plays a bad game and loses, I don't think it makes Ohio State's loss look worse. Well, I did put Ohio State um, over because everybody. Again. 
Huh? Why would they put Ohio State over Michigan if they just beat them a week ago? Well, because Michigan's number two, and if they lose to number 16, they're not going to fucking stay number two. Oh, yeah, they're going to go to probably number four. If, 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 oh, yeah, they're, they're going to they, they, go lower than that. But that, that just shows that that just shows regular, that's what we just talked about before the show. Like Ohio State means, was number two, lost to number three. I mean, that, that's a that much just, better loss than two to 16. But that means regular season well, doesn't I, matter, though. Like, that means that game it, didn't matter. It's not about if Michigan loses. Ohio still needs a lot more to happen, even if Michigan loses. Because, say, FSU Ohio wins. Ohio State's another one to fall out, yeah. Well, yeah, because, say, FSU wins, then that opens up a spot, and then that's going to give a spot to the Big 12. So, with Texas, if Texas wins, then they would be in. Ohio well, needs a lot to happen for them to get in. I don't think anybody – I don't think either team that loses in the Pac-12 championship make it to the playoffs. Not without a lot I more think, losses happening. I think Washington can make it with, with one loss if Michigan loses. But if Mich- let's say Michigan does lose, Doc. Let's bring up your theory. Let's say Michigan loses and Florida State loses. Let's say Oregon wins or Washington wins, whatever. Bama beats Georgia and Texas wins. They'll probably put Georgia in with Bama, Texas, and the Pac-12. And Ohio State and Michigan won't get in. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. But, I mean, with Washington, if Washington loses to Oregon, the same that Michigan or Ohio State lost to Michigan, if, if Washington loses that game, they are definitely falling below Ohio State. There's no way they don't. But they'll put two SEC schools in if the if Bama wins over Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, they, they may the, put another yeah. one another one in from another conference. I'm yeah, I I just there, there's no if Washington loses that game, there's no way Washington stays above Ohio State. Ohio State's only at six to stay relevant in this conversation. If three teams loses, they can still get in. Like last year, where they were five, and USC lost with TCU three and four, and then that's how they got in because USC yeah. had four. No, lost the chances are slim. The chances are definitely yeah. slim for Ohio State to get in. I'm just saying, my whole my the, the only point I'm making is that if Washington loses, I don't see Washington going to the playoff. Not without Florida State losing as well. Um, oh yeah, they would need a lot. Texas would have to lose. Uh, yeah. Texas losing, yeah, they they would need way too much because at oh, the very man. least they're falling behind Ohio State because they're they're lost. They're they're one spot lower than Ohio State was when they lost to Michigan. They're two spot. The the team that their their opponent is two spots lower than what Michigan was. And if Ohio State fell out of the top four on that loss, and these are lower teams, there's and not by much, but there's no way Washington stays in the playoffs. Yeah, they would need a lot. I, I'm root for I'm root for Iowa though, man. I'm a Hawkeye fan this week. Just I mean, Michigan losing doesn't really do that much for <laughs> I'm Texas. All for but, Iowa. Yeah, like, if the defense do... shows up, I don't know. Michigan defense too good for that Iowa offense, man. That well, Iowa offense rough. I Ty Schmidt, Iowa Hawkeye on the Pat McAfee show said the way to win this game eight to ten eight to ten turnovers and plus territory. That's yep. what Iowa needs to do. And field goals, a lot of field goals. He projected yeah, your kicker like, better be fucking pumping steroids straight into the to the artery in the leg. I think he said twelve ten or twelve nine was his final score. Iowa, obviously, he's a homer, so he's just saying that's a safe, very but... very safe Possibly score win. for Iowa. Iowa's going to win. That is a very uh, pre- very predictable score. I think Michigan wins that that score too. I could see like fifteen to like nine, fifteen ten Michigan. I think I could see yeah, a low scoring, scoring game. Doesn't matter who, it, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Especially if they could. just run the ball. I, feel like what I don't think do they're. I don't think they're going to get away with that against Iowa. I think if they get up, I think if they get up by like like six or nine points, somewhere around that, like a few field goals, I think they'll start running the ball, just wasting the clock. That's all oh, Iowa. Yeah. You just got to drain the clock against Iowa, and you win that game. But hey, let's talk about these games. Let's talk all five Power Fives. Let's start with Let's start with your team, Doc. The ACC, Florida State, Louisville. Oof. Who do we have winning? Like ultimately, like what you think. Yeah, this is this is tough. The Florida State fan in me obviously wants to go Florida State. Um, 
I got to hope that Rodemaker is getting drilled in practice and, and they're starting to get down his throat after the last game and he came back strong after he uh, showed that he, you know, after he passed the concussion protocol. Um, so, I mean, if he comes out playing like that, Florida State's got a chance. A lot of me thinks that Louisville can walk away with this, um, but I'm going to go Florida State. I'm going to keep Florida State. Got to stick with them. Chris, I, I mean, I I think we talked about last night as the show was going off. I, 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 I It's a mixture of my brain. It's a mixture of my heart here. I, I need Florida State to lose. I think that's our best chance of getting in is with the Seminoles loss. And I, I'll give it to them. Florida State, they survived right the weekend in the swamp in Gainesville. But I think Louisville, Louisville plays better offense than the Gators do. They play a little bit better defense than the Gators do as well. And I think that's what it's going to come down to is they're in Charlotte. Yeah, probably Florida State's going to pack the, the stadium. They, they do have a good fan base. I'll give them that. They, they travel well. I have Louisville winning. And unfortunately, if Jordan Travis isn't there, if Tra- Jordan Travis is there, I think Florida State wins with a big He's second He's going to be on the sideline, dude. He's going to be, be on the sideline this time. He ain't going to be, be up a, in the, in the box. He'll be up in the box. No, he'll be up in the box. Elevated leg and all. He ain't being <laughs> down there. He ain't, he ain't Aaron Rodgers. He can't do that shit. So I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Louisville. It's a mixture of heart and brain. I just think that Louisville's better than Florida. I think Louisville come off a Kentucky loss too. They have a, they're gonna be a little pissed off. They want to play spoiler and to the ACC uh, counterpart they have. So I'm gonna go Cardinals. Yeah, I mean Louisville's gonna come in here playing hot. They just lost, like you said, Mark. Spoiler, but I think Florida State has a way talented team than Louisville does. I think they're gonna figure out a way to edge it in. And then make the playoffs, and then shit the bed in the playoffs. And looks with I, you just guys. because yeah, they don't have the just because the they don't have just because they don't have Jordan Travis. I mean, if they had Jordan Travis, it'd be a completely different scenario. But I think losing him was a heartbreak and just shambles I, to the hopes of winning. Lights the, out lately too. I, I I wish what we, Chris, I'm telling you, like I know last night we were talking. I wish that I mean for us, we just need to do our job. We should beat Oklahoma. We'd be 13-0 and. I, I wish we would have because that probably would have either kicked Washington or Florida State out, even if Travis was healthy. We were we probably would have been higher. So like I'm just I'm just I want to see Florida State do good, but I I can't for this situation because we need something to happen. And I, I just were you, guys ever, were you guys ever higher than Florida State? No, right? We were when we beat Alabama. Okay. And that was with the AP though. And I think I think the playoff committee, if we would have been undefeated at this point. Even before Travis got hurt, I believe they would have kept us higher. We probably would have been three. Well, actually, we probably would have been four with Michigan three and Ohio State two. And you or Washington. Yeah, you guys would have had a lot more stock if you stayed undefeated. But that's our fault. I mean, but I I think this is going to be a good game, honestly, dude. I don't think it's going to be a blowy way, boys. I think that FSU and Louisville, I think they're going to play each other to the the end. It's going to be a fourth quarter game. And we're just going to see who doesn't make the key mistakes at the end. I think that's what it's going to come down to is which defense makes the stop in the fourth quarter. So, but with that, Luke's with you guys. So I'm assuming you guys have Florida State in your playoffs. Luke has them as the, as the three seed in his. So, yeah, I, I have them three, number yeah. three. Well, let's move on to the Pac-12. Chris, you mentioned Friday night rematch. It's 36, 33 earlier in the year. The Ducks and the Huskies, boys. The last time the Pac-12 will have a championship game for the foreseeable f- future. I have the Ducks. And rematch game. I think it's going to be close again. I, I have the Ducks in Vegas. I think Oregon finds a way into the playoffs. They were in the first ever four man, and they'll be in the first or the last ever four man. I have the Ducks here. 
Yeah, I mean, I think Oregon is literally the TCU of last year. I think they're fucking frauds. Like, don't get me wrong. I think they're very talented. But, I mean, they're also in the Pac-12. They should have beat Washington to begin with. But, I mean, a lot of bad coaching calls during that game made oh them lose God. that game. They were aggressive. I do think – yeah, I do think they come in. I think they beat Washington. I think they get that four spot. But I do believe that that first playoff game against Georgia – they're going to get fucking slapped like TCU did. Oh, so you're spoiling that. You have UGA winning against Alabama. Is that what I'm hearing? I mean, I said it last night on the show, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know if we were recording then or not, but I do think – but, yeah, continue on. Spoiler no, I agree. I think, uh, I think Alabama's <laughs> going to come in. I think they're going to play a little more conservative on those fourth downs and those trick plays and the two-point conversions and everything else. I think they got – kind of humbled a little bit in the last in the last matchup and realized they can't just do that against anybody. Um, I think the tempo is different and just the whole mindset is is going to be much, much different for for the coach and, and Bo Nix back there. So I think Oregon comes in and upsets this one um, and I'm taking them at the four seed. It's, it's a close. I mean, it's neutral site, too. It's not in it's not in Seattle this time. It's in Las Vegas. So it's a neutral site. Oregon fans travel. So. You're going to see a lot of green and yellow. I can't wait to also see the colors or the uniform scheme they have going on too in a Pac-12 title game. I believe Oregon's going to be cooking up some good, some good color schemes. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but Go so you guys said Florida. So damn, all three of you, you Luke and Chris, you got the three of you, Florida State, Oregon as the three and the four at the moment. So I, I think you guys are set on the favorites winning. I, I'm assuming. So Michigan, Iowa. I'm assuming you guys. I, I mean, that's a number. God forbid a miracle happens, we have Michigan winning this game, don't we? Yeah, I mean, I do have Michigan winning, but don't get me fucking wrong. I'm going to be praying to Jesus that Iowa somehow causes fucking chaos. I would love it, man. I'm telling you right now, if Michigan – that's that, that, that that's the question. And maybe if, if Iowa – but I think if Iowa beats Michigan, and let's say like what we're saying is going to happen, Michigan or Georgia – Oregon and Florida, or you guys say Florida State, I say Louisville, but let's say in your guys' situation that happens and Michigan loses, does Texas or Michigan get in if Texas wins? That's who it's going to come Texas, down to. Texas gets in. That's the, if, Texas can, if, Texas can, if Texas can handle what they can handle against Oklahoma State and they win the Big 12, then they're in. Because the, the committee has shown when records are about the same, when records are the same, and or like less records, but the situation would be the same record. Conference championships do matter. So yeah, it's an extra yeah. game. And, well, and it's both. the two toughest in the conference. I mean, they're 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 big games. And I think losing to Iowa is gonna kind of, I guess, maybe I get beaten Ohio State, but losing to Iowa might knock the committee down a little bit with them. Even though Texas did lose to Oklahoma, who's twelve right now, but I think we can all agree it's maybe a little more well respected loss too. If if. Michigan loses this game, they're dropping out of the top. I'll say top twelve. I don't think go that low, but I think they'll be definitely out of the top ten, no doubt. I don't. They're definitely no. They're not out. They'll stay in the top ten. They'll probably be like like, around eight or nine. They'll be. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Iowa's Iowa's ranked, but that offense, the offense is bad. Yeah, but the defense and and a Michigan, a Michigan. High-powered offense like Michigan and and a good defense couldn't shut down Iowa's offense and couldn't couldn't get your guys into the end zone. I don't know. 
I, I don't think uh, – maybe not top 12 or maybe not out of the top 12, but I think they fall out of the top 10. Two losing to 16, I think they go out of the top 10. I mean, in my, in my... I mean we saw Bama fall out of the top 10, and they lost uh, to number 11. But it's different when there's only a few teams playing this week too. It's When everyone's playing, it's hard to like drop – when there's only like a handful of teams playing, dropping yeah, is far true. down. It's, it's hard just because no one else played. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that, that's that's the issue. But if if my scenario works out where like Georgia wins, Oregon and Texas win, and Michigan loses, and Florida State loses, does Washington get in over Michigan? I don't think Ohio say State. Gets one, in. Wait, say it one more time. So let's say Georgia. So my scenario, I have Georgia winning. I mean, we all have Georgia winning. I have Georgia beating Alabama. I have Oregon beating Washington. I have Texas beating Oklahoma State. If Florida State loses to Louisville, and Iowa beats Michigan. Does the Huskies get in with that one loss to number five or number five Oregon? I don't think Ohio State gets in because they lost to Michigan. I think it comes down to I Michigan. Think I think it comes down to Oregon or Washington. I, I think it depends on how, how. Sorry, how they lose. I mean, if it's a close, if it's a close game, then yeah, maybe. But I mean, if Oregon comes in there and blows them out, then Ohio's into the playoffs. I just don't see them getting over Michigan just because they just lost to them. Like that hurts. That hurts them so bad that they just yeah, lost. But Washington, losing, but you have to, but Washington well, losing that game is more recent than than Ohio State losing that game. Yeah, but Ohio that's State why Michigan, lost to a better team. But that's why Michigan would get you, in. They would get in as the four seed. They would just drop from two to four because they beat Ohio State, you, and they're going to value yeah, that, yeah, Washington. That could. That could. I don't think. I don't think they would drop from two to four if they lose to Iowa. I think the reason why they would get Ohio would get over Michigan is because of the way they lost. I mean, Ohio had a chance to win that game. Michigan's going to feel like Texas. I'm telling you, they're going to say then head-to-head and fucking regular season does not fucking matter. That's Either what they're going to say. If, like, I mean, if chaos – no, I agree. If chaos happens, people are going to get their butts hurt from the somebody, Someone's getting hurt. I mean, people are already going to be hurt because you already hear like the Kirk Herbstreets and the Paul Feinbaum saying that even if Florida State goes 13-0, they shouldn't be in over like these one-loss conference winners. So like – even those teams are going to be butthurt. They're they're going to sit there and be like, "Well, is the best team or more more deserving?" So they're already going to be butthurt. Even though I believe I mean, last, should go, they're thirteen. Though. Last last season, last season for butthurts. So I mean, if you can't make it on the top twelve teams, then you really do suck and shouldn't be in the playoffs. Yeah, top twelve is going to be rough for some. Well, especially making that. Especially the Big Ten, like the the Michigan Ohio State game, if they're both undefeated going to that game, that first game doesn't mean jack shit. It does no. not mean a damn thing. The, no, it's just going next, superseding. It would matter the next week when the other team. Yeah. If, if, if Ohio State loses to Michigan, Ohio State beats them next week. That that one first loss in the big game, part one, didn't matter. It really didn't because in the Big Ten. What they need to there. do is get rid of fucking conferences. If you want the best of the best in there, you need to get rid of conferences and pit the top two in the conference. It should not be fucking Michigan and Iowa in the Big Ten championship. That's ridiculous. Well, that's what they're doing. They're getting rid of the divisions for the Big Ten. Like the, I believe the SEC is doing Sorry, the same divisions. thing. That's what I meant. Yeah, the ACC's already started. The Pac twelve. I mean, the Big Twelve's done it now. I think everyone's getting to that point. But people are sitting there saying that takes the rivalry effect out of it. The last week, if they're both undefeated, because then yeah, part no, two matters can, more than part one. Yeah, I mean, I can understand both arguments to it, but like. Even with Big 12, it shouldn't be Texas and Oklahoma State. It should be Texas and Oklahoma playing for Big 12 right now. I mean, that's 100%. Awesome. You'd have you'd have rematches going across the board for well, for awesome. another chance another chance of Adi getting in and prove prove that you know hey, uh, 
I test whatever, uh, you know, what, what happens in season matters, but that rematch could have shown that it was a fluke. I mean, Chris, that's funny coming from an LSU fan that last year that had a worse record than Alabama, and Alabama wasn't in the SEC championship. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we should have won. I mean, we beat Alabama, so. Because co- conference record is more important than overall record. That's that, I, I don't like that. I don't like that for – because it doesn't typically work out that way like how it worked out for you guys last year, but it did go that way where you guys were 9-3 and three and Bama was 10-2. and two, And – Also – I also feel like the Whatever SEC is a conference, little different. Conference does matter though, because these motherfuckers are playing cupcakes in D two schools. Why should you? Get I feel like that. that. The SEC is a little they... different, also, because the West is fucking powerhouses compared to the East. I mean, you have Georgia. Oh, that's the, that's the Big Ten East essentially, like how the Big Ten's with Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. They're all hey, three. Man, they yeah, you you have you have lopsided fucking conferences conferences within the division, you know. But I mean, but you guys played like so LSU and and Alabama last year. They played a a fairly good like I get it. You guys played Florida State, who was better than Texas, but Alabama did play Texas, so they both played two big name schools at a conference. It wasn't like they they played about the same amount of strength of schedule, in my opinion. Uh, Florida State was a little better, yes. Well, I mean, I mean, right, but that that's one I mean, game. Who did Alabama play last or two weeks ago? Well, that's what LSU is the same a- shit. It doesn't. It doesn't matter about who LSU played two weeks ago. Uh, I apologize that the fucking SEC isn't full of ACC teams where we play fucking Duke well, as a conference game. Well, you okay? guys do like, play four. You guys do play four Duke's out of conference got a good games. Team. You're the only conference to play four out of conference games, I believe, out of the Power Five. Yeah, because because that's because I mean I'll I'll give credit this year. The SEC isn't what the SEC used to be, but back in the day, the SEC was fucking full of powerhouses. Like us playing division that. games, but you reward your like, so you reward so you reward the SEC by playing three cupcakes guaranteed, and, and a couple of you guys do at the end of the year, um, like the eleventh game of the year as a schedule. Georgia should just, not get credit to be the top team in their conference for wins over UT Martin and Ball State. But they did beat Tennessee. That's why conference their, matters. But they beat there. But so the problem is they beat everyone, so they're undefeated. But like last year. Alabama was Alabama eleven and one last year. Were they ten and two? I because they weren't in the playoffs. I think they were ten and two, but they lost to LSU and they were both tied in conference. But Bama had a better overall. I mean, I I, I just there's some quirks I had with college. But hey, let's get back to it real quick. We all have Georgia winning. Luke has on that too. Let's go Big Twelve. Texas, Oklahoma State. Of course, I have the Horns. Uh, big game for Quinn Ewers. Big big game for Sark to call up a good scheme. I'm a little nervous. I told you, Chris, on our last eight or our last ten games against Oklahoma State, we've only won two, and that came in uh, 2019 and 2020. So we have not had a pretty good track record against the Sooners or against the Cowboys the last decade. And uh, I'm a little nervous, but I I do have my horns in in Dallas, in Dallas, uh, Texas. So give me the horns. I'm taking. Uh... I'm taking Oklahoma State in this one. I think uh, the passing game has been pretty pretty equal across the board. The rush game has been very, very impressive for Oklahoma State this year. Um, you know, Texas lost that game to Oklahoma and seeing OK State go in there and, and take Oklahoma um, at home 27-24. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of talent on this team. Um, the loss to UCF obviously was ugly. I don't really know what the hell happened there. That took a lot of credibility from them. Um but, you know, other than that, I mean, th- this team's played pretty sound all year. Uh, they've they've been rather consistent. 
for for the you know for the most part. So I think that this is a team that can definitely come in and upset Texas. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a one possession game, and I think it's going to come down to like you know scoring with maybe forty five seconds left, something hey. like that. And Texas got to drive the field and hopefully find. They also lost to what? South Alabama. Oklahoma State did. It wasn't just UCF. Yeah, it wasn't. They're looking a lot better lately, though. Yeah, they're looking a lot better lately, though. Yeah, that was thirty-three. Let, let me pull up the schedule real quick. No, I, I will say, Doc, they they do have some big wins. Obviously, beating Oklahoma in the Battle of Bedlam in Oklahoma State was big. I'll give that to them. And That's they could be fucking sneaky. But and, and I said the track record they have Texas's number now. This is probably the best team Texas has had in the past decade. So, I mean, maybe the tides have turned. I it sucks that Jonathan Brooks is out. He he was one of our. I mean, they have Ollie Gordon, so it would have been a good. It would have been fun watching Ollie Gordon versus Jonathan Brooks. Honestly, uh, two two top running backs in the nation. But yeah, Ollie Gordon's is pretty good. He's had some some duds lately, but we'll see what he does against Texas. A better defense. But you look too. at going going what you said, and and this is where kind of you know the progression of the season. What we were talking about before the show can can play a part in this. I mean, Oklahoma State started out two and two. They won the first two, and then dropped back to back against that that ugly South Alabama game, and then. Um, Iowa State, a one-score game against Iowa State. But, I mean, since then, they had the even uglier loss to UCF. But, I mean, overall, this team has looked a lot better in the last six, eight weeks than, than they did in the openers. No, I respect that. Yeah, I mean, it all comes down to what, what team are we going to get? Are we going to get the UCF game or are we going to get the fucking Oklahoma team? <laughs> But I still do think Texas edges this one out and wins. I think I think the the biggest thing that's going to drive it is uh, Texas coaching and play calling and kind of how they come out and whether they think that they're entitled to win this game and uh, you know if they come out kind of cocky or if they play the game that they know that they can play to win. Um, I think that's going to going to be a big part in in how they go. I don't. I think it's going to come down just, to Quinn ears. If is yours going to play good or is he going to play bad? I mean, he's wishy-washy. He was good last week in rivalry week. I mean, last week, yeah. And then, but the week before, he was trash. I mean, I don't know week, exactly, he, but like, there's uh, been games the week before, that he, week before he he showed. So remember, he that was the second game back. He actually showed flashes. Uh, week twelve, actually, I have it right here. So against Iowa State, Quinn Ewers was. Uh, 23 of 33 for 281 and two touchdowns. It was the first game back against, um, God, who we played. We played TCU. That was Iowa the game. State. He knows TCU. Oh, the game against, sorry. I would say he played good. Tech Tech, he played good. I, what Doc said about entitled, I don't get that. I have not got that vibe once off Texas. Now, do they play cocky and confident? Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying, but, I'm not saying I got that vibe, but a lot of teams coming in here, especially when you're going for a championship, a lot of will come in here and like, especially when you're expecting to play Oklahoma, right? And you're going up against Oklahoma State instead. And you're like, oh, this is the easy one. You know, I'm not saying they played like that. I don't think I haven't gotten that vibe either, but it, I feel that I feel teams that are undefeated and already kind of like their foot's already in the door for the playoffs. Those are the teams that you got to watch out for the being entitled and expecting to win. Yeah. Texas has to win. They know style points. Like Luke says, it somewhat matters. So they're out there to try and win rather than they can just coast by because they, they need to win and then they need help. So they're in a situation where they're playing from behind essentially. So they have to make up some ground. I, I think it maybe it was like if we were undefeated. Yeah, I could see that totally what you're saying, but. With us being down at the moment, we're seven. I feel like they're going out there. Sark's going to have them playing. I, 
I like what I'm seeing from him. I still believe get that man a beer. Let him coach the game drunk. He does coach the game a little better when he's uh, got some alcohol in him. But well, let's just hope we don't get uh, Wyoming Quinn Ewers. You know what I'm saying? Quinn Ewers didn't do that bad, did he? Uh, eleven to twenty-one for 131. Yeah, it's all good. That was also, but you said that's that was like the beginning of the year, right? It's about what you're doing now. He's pretty hot yeah, right absolutely. now. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it means a lot more what you've been doing lately. They're actually getting people progress throughout the season. They're getting Xavier Worthy involved again, so that's good to see. You know, first team all Big Twelve this year, so it's, it's good to see Xavier out there uh, doing his thing. And uh, what year is he? He's out the door. I do know that. I believe he's he's done. He's there. Everyone's already got him mocked in the drafts. So I I couldn't tell you what year he's in. I'm not big. I don't on hear I don't hear much about him. He's like projected to be a late first round, early second round pick on a lot of people. I feel like he deserves moment. to be higher than that. Uh, his his numbers. So the problem is he's smaller. He's a small. He's like kind of like a Tank Dell, essentially, mm. just a little bigger than Tank Dell. But um, he's he's all around it. Like he can do like the little things, like the jet sweeps. He's a punt returner. He can do all the electric plays. But you know our our tight end. He's supposed to be uh, the second tight end off the board after uh, Brock Bowers. So you know Texas oh, yeah, has some names. One seventy two. He's a little smaller, a little smaller back, or a little smaller running wide receiver. But yeah, almost, almost looks like he should be on a Sarah McLaughlin commercial. So, damn it. So, you, Luke, all three of you guys got Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Oregon. You guys have no chaos, no fun this week. N- nothing for the committee to really think about. Just do they put Oregon over Florida State? It's the only conversation they're going to have. Is if or should Oregon be three or should they be four? Now, they are going to argue that. Now, don't get me wrong, Doc. If you guys go 13, this would not be the first time that Florida State First ever playoff for the four man. Florida State was thirteen and zero. Oregon was twelve and one, and Oregon was two, and y'all were three. So it would not be the first time that they somehow jumped you guys going into the after the conference championship weekend. I mean, I feel like two and three doesn't fucking matter. You play each other anyways. But three and four, yeah. matters. three and four matter big. No, Oregon can absolutely jump, and I mean, a win for Oregon over number three Washington is a much bigger win than beating fourteen Louisville. Um, and you still have to account for the fact that. You know, if Oregon stays healthy and doesn't have any issues on Saturday, they're coming in with a fully healthy team, Bo Nix, and everything that, that team can do. Well, you know, we're still missing, missing Jordan Travis. Honestly, depending on the win and how convincing they are and how Florida State does against Louisville, I mean, there's still a chance a team can knock Florida State out. If Florida State wins a 21-20 to 20 in overtime or in, in at the end of the fourth quarter and Texas and Alabama blow out their opponents. I mean, one of them could jump them easily. I can see that too. And, you know, I have something to pick with Stephen A. Smith. You know, we gave him some props on Monday night, Doc, when you were talking about his old, you know, develop, his old developmental talk with the Bears. I have something to talk about with this guy. He was out there and, you know, Mad Dog Russo, he, he got to give a point to Paul Feinbaum and old Stephen A. Stephen A. said if Georgia loses and Florida State loses, Georgia and Bama should be in. Texas should be out the curb because you can't just have the two-time reigning champion out, out the window watching in, you know, watching us play because no one took them out. Bull fucking shit. They just lost. Someone took them out. It's not like they were undefeated and didn't get in. They just lost. Someone beat them. The, the, the defending champions lost. So what do you mean no one beat them? Alabama beat them. That's yeah. Also, they should no, if Georgia if Georgia loses, Georgia goes to number five and Alabama goes to number four. I also well, don't think that the three if Florida State loses, you should, but you or, should look or at the Georgia past goes two years. to number six if Texas wins as well. Was that Chris? Because I, I, I agree with you what you're should. saying. I think 
Yeah, that you shouldn't you shouldn't look at the past two years. I mean, every yeah. year is different. Every year is different for college. I mean, you have yeah. people that go to the draft, people that transfer. Like it, every year we reset. Like, yeah, you can look at it for stat wise, but other than that, like, otherwise, otherwise, why don't you just give the, you just give the reigning champ a playoff spot right off the rip? Don't exactly. even. Exactly. Don't matter how you guys play. Oh, in twelve, we'll see you in the playoffs, big dog. You see, and and this is and this might be the bias you talking and me agreeing with Steve Sarkeesian is I think still if it comes down to let's say Florida State wins and Texas and Alabama wins, I think going into Tuscaloosa to Tuscaloosa and winning by ten, beating number three. I get it, they're not number one. Beating number three while we're twelve or eleven, whatever we were at the time, by double digits is better. Unless they blew the fuck out of Georgia. Now, if they blow the shit out of Georgia, I can understand now that argument. But if they win by like seven, six, seven, six points, yeah, they're one, but they're a higher ranking than Texas was when they beat a higher ranked school. And it's neutral site. I get it, it's in Georgia, but let's not act like Alabama's not going to fucking pack that stadium. They're only like an extra hour and a half away from Atlanta than uh, Athens is. So I think still the better win, depending on how bad Georgia win, loses by. Texas is still a better win because you went into a non-neutral site. That's why I think it's more important. If we get to I that argument. I, I I agree to an extent, but then I also look at the fact that if, if Alabama does win that game, they knocked off the reigning, the team that's been number one all year long, every single week, every single day. Um, and honestly, if Alabama beats Georgia, there is no way in hell – Yep, say it. At 12 and 1, Alabama does not go into the top four. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. I thought you were going to say that bullshit excuse is you can't have the SEC sitting outside while everyone else is playing. That's a no, bullshit. No, 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 no. I hate that. No, no, no I'm not, say no, I'm not bullshit, saying that. Though. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not. If Alabama was further down the list than what they are right now, like if Iowa wins, Iowa ain't going in, right? If Alabama oh, yeah, no. was ranked 14, they're not going. And Louisville's not going if they beat Florida State. But Alabama's knocking on the door at seven. And if they beat. Georgia, I think Georgia drops to six. If Michigan wins, Michigan goes to one. Um, I'm telling you, Florida State wins, and Alabama State, and Texas. If you guys win, and Texas and Alabama wins, that is going to be that is going to be an interesting argument for the committee. Yeah, yeah, Florida State could fall out still, and I think it, I think it's all going to come down. Honestly, I don't think it's going to matter how you or Alabama win. Um, I think it's going to matter how how Florida State wins. Because that's what's going to drive it is, is this quarterback ready to make this college playoff interesting? Or we want to keep it looking good and we're just going to take them out of it. Because the committee's always done more deserving, even though they say it's best teams. They've always done more deserving. But usually the more deserving, they have better records. So in this situation, if Florida State's 13-0, Texas and Alabama are 12-1, yes, we both have less records than you guys. Probably are better teams at the moment just because of the QB situation. But – you guys are the more deserving team because you guys oh, yeah. won every game. I it's agree, been done. My worry is that we're going to go into that first playoff game, and it doesn't matter who we play. We could be the number one but, seed, and we can go into that first playoff game and lose by 40. We mentioned another note. We can't use this quarterback bullshit excuse anymore because you know what happened in the very first playoff, Chris and Doc? Ohio State had Cardell Jones come in right before the Big Ten Championship, and they were 12-1, and and they got in, and they won the college championship. They went in, destroyed all three Heisman, all three Heisman's candidates. They destroyed Melvin Gordon. They destroyed, uh, I think it was Mari Cooper, and then they destroyed fucking. Uh, they wiped the floor with Marcus Mariota. So we can't sit there and use that QB excuse 
for uh, Florida State if Ohio State didn't get that same fucking hate, you know, almost 10 years ago. So I'm on Florida State's bandwagon with that. If they win, they should be in. I'll give them that. Yeah, the only tough thing is uh, Cardell Jones had talent. I have yet to see if uh, Rodemaker is there yet. He rode Zeke Elliott. That was Zeke's, like, monster game. Zeke was going off those games. So if you're running back, breaks out for 200 yards this week, like Zeke did against Wisconsin, then you guys should be in. Like, And you guys have no losses. You guys have no losses. Like, Ohio State had a loss when that happened. So, I mean, yeah, they were on their third-string quarterback, too. People forget that. JT Barrett was the back, or this is the second string. He got hurt. Braxton Miller was the first string. He got hurt early on in the season. So they were on the third string quarterback and they made the playoffs. It's I, don't just, know, I just look at a I look at a 36 QBR coming in uh two weeks ago and then a 43 QBR last week. And I just there's a lot of worry there. He's progressing. Numbers gotten higher. I mean, that number has gotten higher. Still couldn't manage it. I mean, and Florida State plays a gritty defense, but um, couldn't manage to find the end zone. 134 passing yards, uh, less than 50% passing. I mean, if there's a game that's going to happen, it's going to be Florida. But as we go to the playoffs, it ain't going to get any easier. I mean, even this week with the conference championship, it ain't going to get easier. Well, boys, it's going to be an interesting weekend. That's for sure. All eyes on all five games. Everything's on the line for all five conferences. Finally. Took fucking almost ten years for the. It actually is it's the tenth playoff for the four man, and all five conferences have a chance. And this is probably the most interesting uh, weekend I think we've all gone into a conference championship weekend in a long time. You haven't even hit on the yeah, game of the week yet. Mistake. Oh shit! You didn't, Mark. Tulane. No. Liberty. No, Liberty. Liberty, baby. Liberty and New Mexico State. New Mexico State with ten wins this year. So think about it. New Mexico State played. They beat the shit out of Auburn, right? Auburn played Georgia and Alabama close. New Mexico State wins the SEC. That's yeah. the way I'm looking at it. They're fucking cowards. I mean, Liberty's about to go. That's undefeated. Luke logic. Liberty's undefeated, and what what are they going to get? Fucking shitty. Bowl an game. asterisk. They're gonna, no. They're going to get an asterisk and in a national championship. A natty champ. Twenty twenty three. They're, they're going to get that banner. Some random ass fucking news association will be like, they won the natty. Yep. Well, that's the Luke logic I used with the New Mexico State win the SEC. And then if they win the SEC, because you're in the SEC, you should automatically be in the playoffs. We should always always pencil them in in a playoff uh, thing too. So we'll pencil New Mexico State in as the SEC champs in a different conference. And then we'll get two lane or Liberty and New Mexico State in the playoffs. We should kick yep. out two of the teams. Agreed. God, I wish Luke. I wish Luke was here tonight. <laughs> I really do. But, all right, boys, let's just pay attention to it. Let's focus on it. Uh, Chris, hopefully Jane Daniels wins the Heisman. Hopefully Bo Nix has a bad game so Jane Daniels can get it. I'm rooting for him. I think I think Jaden Daniels should win it regardless of what Bo Nix does. I mean, he leads pretty much every stat in quarterback. So His stats are better than Joe Burrows through his first 12 games of his greatest season of all time uh, in college exactly. football. But no exactly. one's remember it because he's not 12-0. <laughs> exactly. Defense fucking blue dick. But yeah, I think Jaden Daniels should win Heisman and Malik Neighbors best wide receiver in college football right now. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, Jaden Daniels has been fucking absolutely incredible. I don't think the guy's getting any of the credit that he deserves senior going into the draft. 
I think, especially playing in the SEC, um, I would take Jaden Daniels over Caleb Williams in a heartbeat. Um, I think Caleb Williams is soft. I think when he plays any defense in the top 100, I think he crumbles. Um, I like Daniels. I'm, 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 he's got my vote for for Heisman. And I just I think every I think everybody fucking forgets that Bo Nix had to leave the SEC to get these numbers. He was not putting up these numbers. No, no, he was not putting up these numbers against SEC defenses. But was Jane Daniels putting these numbers up in the Pac-12? I mean, I'd have to look at his. I'd have to look at his fucking. I mean, and, and Joe and Joe Burrow also, and Joe Burrow couldn't even win the job in Ohio State, and he had to come. I mean, transfers happen. I mean, sometimes the, ski, the system's not meant for you. You have to transfer. Michael Pinnock, same thing. He was in Indiana. He moved on to Washington, and he's playing a lot better football. Jalen Hurts, too. His numbers got better when he left the SEC. We're not hating on him right now in the NFL. He went to Oklahoma. I mean, it happens. You Sometimes you have to show your ability by going to a system that fits you with not as much expectations, and – Remember, he was playing for his dad's school, so he put a lot of expectations okay. on himself. Twenty. Don't sit here and knock on him when other QBs do it. So, oh, like, twenty twenty one. I mean, I'm just saying, these Jaden Jaden Daniels is way better quarterback than Bo Nix right now. I'll, I'll say I agree. With, I agree with you there, but let's. I'm not going to hate on the kid for transferring because sometimes you have to. No, I'm 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 hating on the kid. You ready? Going to make him that CC? You ready for these Pac-12 numbers? Yeah, go for it. So the uh, highlight, 2021, 2,300 yards passing, 10 touchdowns, 10 interceptions for Arizona State. Is this Jaden Daniels? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, 2020 was a COVID year. I mean, everybody was down that year. 2019, a much – a very – honestly, a very good year. I don't know, like, if it was just being in the Pac-12 and just, like, the play, like the scheme at Arizona State, but uh, almost 3,000 passing yards, 29-43. And 17 touchdowns, two picks. So I don't know what the fuck happened in 21. Because, uh, I mean, the numbers in, in 19 were, were fucking solid. I mean, the pass yardage was low, but that's just if you're in the Pac-12 in a weaker conference and playing slower tempo games and those kind of things, I mean. And receivers weren't also probably as good. Right. And then when you yeah. step into the SEC and you got to do more to win those games, uh, you know, like that shootout with Missouri. Um, what the fuck? I mean – well, we can all say, like, Jade, I mean, some of these quarterbacks just have to transfer. It's just, it's just the way it goes. You have to get to a system that fits you. And that's what Bo Nix did. That's what Jaden Daniels has done. Like I said, Joe Burrow, you know, we give him the credit. A lot of them do it. It's I just mean, the way that it goes. Joe, Colt Brennan is Joe, a rare case, okay? Joe Burrow did it because of the quarterbacks in front of him. But he also didn't look I mean, great his first year in, Ohio, in LSU either. I mean, his first year, he took him a little time to adjust and then – Second yeah, year, he fucking broke out. And I was going to yeah, say, Doc, I too, mean, is if Jay Daniels gets drafted number one, we've seen a, a, 50, a 50-50 success rate with the LSU QBs pick number one. So he's got a 50% chance of having a good career, number one, if he's the first draft pick. All depends on where he goes. Are they going to use him like Arizona State or are they going to use him like LSU? I mean, I still don't, I still don't think he will be ready to step in right away, but – well, depending on how he is, there's a chance if he goes top ten, they might be starting his ass in the first couple games. He might until like the correct that's in front of him sucks. He could get he be starting very soon. It seems like way a lot of the times now these days. Yeah, he could go to the Saints quick. and win that fucking QB battle real easy. 
Yeah, fuck well, the biggest competition would be would be Taysom Hill. Exactly. Well, they owe Derek Carr a lot of money, so they unfortunately probably have to start him for another year at least. They only got him for I one more year, right? I don't. I Four don't years. Fuck. And I'm going to be honest. Back when we paid Mike Glennon 15 million a year, and that was that was a hefty bill for a fucking spot filler. That was, Mike Glennon wouldn't have gotten paid 15 million a year anywhere else other than Chicago, and they put his ass on the bench real quick. Yeah, but Derek Fuck Carr's Derek getting Carr. like forty, like what thirty something million a year, I think. Forty 30, million a yeah, year, yeah, like thirty-four. Yeah, this Fuck is him. also back in Trubisky's rookie year when quarterbacks weren't making forty million a year. Though, I mean, <laughs> yeah, quarterbacks but, were topping out probably high twenties. But no, great episode, boys. Can't wait. Uh, can't wait to see all the chaos that hopefully happens. That's what I'm looking for. Looking for all the underdogs to win, except the Big Twelve championship game. Just Knee chaos. That's all I want in front of me. I want a car wreck. I want a NASCAR race. That's what I want. And the green wave. We got to root for the green wave. And the green wave. Yes. And oh, Liberty. Root for the green wave. And Liberty. And yep. Liberty. Yep. Liberty's winning a natty champ this weekend. I don't who's know if y'all knew the, that. Who's winning the AAC? No, no, no. They have to. Can Liberty, can Liberty go to a bowl game? Liberty? Yes. Yeah. They're not. Liberty. Yeah, because. Yeah. Yeah, they can. Yeah, so, so they have to win. Year, this, they have well, to win. They have to win this week and whatever bowl game. Then they win the Natty. JMU is the. Bowl oh game. yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. JMU is going to a bowl game. There's not enough six uh, six win teams that are bowl eligible to go. So they gave them a bowl game. Not sure about Jacksonville State, yeah. but JMU got one. They deserve it. Yeah, they do. They're undefeated though, so they don't deserve a Natty like Liberty, but. Boys, great episode. Like I said, can't wait to get back here next week to talk NFL Monday. Uh, depending on how the, the weekend goes, we might even throw some good college talk in there just to start the show, depending on how hyped up I can be. But noon on Sunday is when the, the playoff committee will announce their decision. If they hopefully don't sleep on overnight, they hopefully knock that shit out in the middle of the night so we can hear it. But great episode, boys. Good luck, Doc, to the Seminoles. Chris, have fun watching the games. I'm Mark Davis. Shout out to you, Lucas. All about the Balls podcast. We are out. Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sack House. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Sack House.